With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the uh, Front Porch People broadcast efforts. We appreciate that. We appreciate you for listening. Our contributors, as always, Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson, Roman Avila, PJ Duran, another week off for those guys. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Uh, Part-timers, man. That's all it is. Okay. All right. Part-timers. Tony Wink, Scott Casper in studio, our guest in the studio include Matt George, who for 16 years produced the um, the the what, what what do we call that now the Davenport yeah the Davenport Iowa Antique Flat Track or Vintage Flat Track Motorcycle Races I was impressed with the quality of the event uh, but I was Thanks. also impressed with the quality of the of the racers yeah we had as, some good as, we as, actually had a really good turnout for racers but that's my point as much pressure as there was in the weekend let's face it uh, when uh, Harley Davidson does their what 130 115. 115. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. going to have one every year now. They have one every five well, years. Hey, we were going to celebrate Harley Davidson. What I heard. What I heard was is they had they had uh, and we need to get to our guests because we we ran long. We'll get on that there. One, but, we'll get there. Um, I hear that every five years the the turnout is a little weak for Davenport because mm-hmm. everybody goes to the to the every five you know. Well, the, the I Harley- mean, Milwaukee's kind of a return to the womb. Okay, right? and. The boys from Flat Out Friday, Mama Tried Show, they put on a race. I, I, I text Warren. I said, what are you doing, man? And he said, sorry, we, we couldn't turn it down. Harley approached us, wanted to do something. Their race was not good. Um, well, that will give us a lot of – because some of them were at Davenport. Turn, yeah, their turnout was not good. It, their indoor summer races typically aren't. No. But I heard they did one in Ohio, and it was really big. So they had to try. And then the guys at Springfield – uh, they they chose to put their vintage national on the short track on uh, and they've already Friday said night. they're sorry Friday night Michael Locke said he was sorry but Michael didn't do it Steve Nace did it and what I heard was it was a ghost town there too in the stands and the races so hopefully both those guys don't do it next year and we can have even more racers because the racing was tip top and and uh, it'd be fun to have even more more you, racers you now. you will and I'll tell you a lot of the riders come from a long ways away and they watch the weather. And they had that a helped. great time. They had a great yeah. time. Every the ones rider that, that was there, yeah. Right, but yeah. I'm saying there's ones that, that I personally know that didn't because well, they watched the weather. Good but for they them. also know the legend yeah. that is Matt George. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sitting to my right, another guest in studio from Western Power Sports, uh, representing great brands like Fly Racing, and uh, Cedra, and uh, what is this? Is it Cinco Tires? Shinko. Shinko. Yeah. Was that uh, Mexican or something? No, that is actually Japanese tire. Oh, Japanese. Okay. Yes. All right. And uh, also Wiseco. You guys, uh, you know, g- grabbed onto a great brand like Wiseco. They've been with us for years and years. But hey, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, my pleasure. Yes, Wiseco. We do sell some great products. Uh, we offer a lot of products. Do you so do you offer their dealer. hard parts? Absolutely. We offer uh, rods, uh, pistons seals bearings tires you name it we got it Again. so so but, but what about um 
Hot cans, pivot works, uh, people like that. All balls, yes. Actually, all balls uh, just recently purchased right. a CNL company, which was hot rods, hot right. cams. Kurt? Uh, yes, Kurt's company. Kurt's a great guy. Absolutely. I, I, I can't speak for the rest of the family, but he's, he's a guy that is just totally invested in our sport. Absolutely. I uh, still see Facebook posts of him doing stuff every day. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's sometimes, very crazy sometimes. But welcome to the studio, and, and I hope you leave your mic on so we can uh, have you enjoying into uh, the conversation. Um, running a little late to the next break, so let's get to it. Uh, let's get to our next guest, and it's Carlin Dunn. Carlin, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks to Thank you guys for having me on here. Pikes Peak. Um Apparently, you don't have a problem with Pikes Peak because you keep winning there. And I, was it four four times now you've won? That's four times. Yeah, that's correct. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean we, we've had we've had our disputes and our, our altercations, but um, fortunately, we've been able to work them out. And you, so, Carlin, you've you've raced Baja uh, Trials Racing Supermoto. Uh, you've been involved with with on any Sunday revisited um dust of glory too but this this uh you've, you've been around for a long time you started racing pikes peak in 2011 wow this year was your third year in a row which you said you've won it four times um you're the first to go under 10 minutes on a fully paved route and you did that on a ducati multistrada to talk about that how the how it's changed i guess now that it's uh it's fully paved and uh just just what that event's like for somebody that's not been to it yeah, totally. So, I mean, we've all heard of Pikes Peak, and it's uh, it's a very it's second oldest race in America. You know, it's very much American, and um, you know, I thought I knew it until I went to go pit for a friend of mine one day. I kind of got uh, suckered into going out there and holding the umbrella for my friend Greg Tracy, who eventually became my my teammate on Ducati, and I was just floored. I I couldn't believe it. And that back then, that was two thousand eight. That race was half dirt, half street. And um, the type of vehicles out there and the racing and the venue is just so spectacular. So if you're a petrol head, a gear guy, like it's it's next level. It just it speaks to you on all different levels. So naturally, I, I said, hey, look, I, I raced dirt. I've raced street. This is right up my alley. Um, I got to come back and do this. And unfortunately, it took me a, a few years to get back. But in 2011, I took a crack at it. And um it was that that 2011 was the last year of dirt. So there was uh, about two thirds asphalt, third of dirt, and we took a Ducati Multi Strata up there that year, and we were able to uh, to win it and set the all time record in the dirt. And um, so that was that was a pretty special one. And sometimes that's overlooked because the following year in 2012 we came back when it was all asphalt and we're the first bike to go under 10 minutes. But that. That first year I did it when it was still dirt, that was pretty special. I mean, that one holds a special place in my heart because it was a whole different ball game back then. How dangerous is this race? <laughs> um, I mean, it's pretty dangerous. There's no runoffs. Um, 156 turns, I say about uh, 75 of them have zero runoff and a good two to 500 foot drop on the side of it so there, there's a gravel trap but it's about 500 feet off the cliff um it's 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 risky business but it's you got to go there and have a certain respect for it you know you see 
in close course competition. Those guys make those last lap, just Hail Mary. You see Marquez run up the inside of somebody, and you're like, oh, it's going to do it. There, you, you can't do that. you got to understand there's a calculated risk. you got to run within your confines, you, and you got to understand where the threshold is before race day comes up. And you have a very small amount of time to do that. And so it's you're constantly battling the mountain with respect in in trying to keep it all in together. You know, you're battling yourself as well because you can it can just totally come unraveled for you. You're like, oh my god, this is just too much. It's overwhelming. The weather, the conditions, the temperatures, the decaying asphalt, the animals, the the whole shebang. Um, it could get to be a little too much. And we've seen that time and time again. Some big names have come out there like Guy Martin, you know, obviously all man legend and, uh, Joe Cox and other guys. And they were like a sure thing for the win. And it didn't happen. Right. And that's, that's the thing we've, we've had other people on the race bike speak and friends of mine have done it, uh, personally that I know. And, and the, the thing that they say is that you don't think about is the waiting around and then the, uh, the the weather, it could be foggy once you get halfway up there, it could be raining, you don't know. And there's just there's just so many elements, the animals. Um, you know, and I raced the Baja 5, I've raced the Baja 1000 and the 500, and we won the 30 Pro last year. And the thing that, that, that uh, surprised me so much was just the elements. You really have to respect what you're doing and, and be aware of things that you can't be aware of. You know, things that you don't know right. is going to happen and, and be ready to react. Right, right. So, you, you know, I mean, you can, you can override Baja. You could go into it and ride it like a motocross race. And a lot of guys do. And you can get away with it. And you can get away with it. And some guys get away with it their entire career. For a while. Don't. And, and you gotta, you got to respect that. You know, you being a Baja guy, you always got to think, I'm coming around this blind corner. There could be oncoming traffic. There could be cattle. You know, you read the elements. You see where you're at. You're looking up in the sky. You're looking around. It's not just that singular pinpoint focus straight forward. It's not like you have 15 controlled corners that are going to be the same every time. And right, right, right. You yeah. have to keep that in the back of your mind and, and respect it. You respect Baja. Same thing. You got to respect Pikes Peak. So, Carlin, I was when I was pre-running. I did a lot of pre-running, and uh, in, last year, I just wanted to be prepared for it and. Um, and the guy that, that put it together, Robert Hansen, he was, I guess, team manager, or whatever you want to call him. He, he, uh, he would ride me constantly about not going too fast when I'm pre-running because that you're going to get hurt that way. And, and sure enough, I came through and I split a herd of cattle and, uh, it was a blind corner. It was actually really very close. Same rancher, I'm sure as, uh, where, where, uh, Kirk Caselli got killed and, uh, I mean, so you know the section if if you've raced that event, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I come around a corner and I split a herd of cattle, and there was an opening, and I actually went tried to hit an opening in this cattle, and I actually hit a different opening because they were running. Pure luck, I didn't get you know killed or 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 worse, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, right. So uh, it, yeah, th- there's there's a lot of that that you have to. Uh, you know, take into consideration when you win Pikes Peak, and but to do it four times—that's a different deal. That's that shows that you've you're you're a special breed. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's it's really. Are you on the same motorcycle every year, or has that evolved as well? It's evolved. It's evolved over time. So, 2011, I rode my own Multistrada 1200. 2012, I raced for Ducati, a Ducati North America effort, and. Um, that 
was a similar bike, polished up. We had some outside support from Akrapovich and uh, Ducati in Italy and some really good sponsors that year, Pirelli. Um, 2013, I had a, a different strategy. I, you know, I had tested some electric bike technology, and I really believed in the tech. Um, I, what I rode that year was the Lightning. And it was a, a prototype company out of out of California, and the, the bike was spectacular, but it needed a ton of refinement. So we worked for about a year to uh, come up with something that was a little more formidable, and we won it on an electric bike. And so after that, it was kind of like, okay, hey, look, this guy, he's got a good formula. <laughs> and um, and so after 2013, we we were also shooting um, on any Sunday the next chapter. After 2013, I kind of wanted to take on a couple other challenges, and we uh, we started the movie uh, Us to Glory, which took us a couple years to make. And I still have the Baja 1500-250 for that film. And um, I didn't really plan on coming back to Pikes Peak. I I'd gone there to help and do some instruction stuff and did some marshalling. And I, I love the place. Don't get me wrong, but to to win there to to make that that uh, investment emotionally, mentally, physically, and to potentially roll the dice, your heart's got to be in it 110%. Because at the end of the day, that's the difference between first and third. You got Or getting hurt. So bad. Or getting hurt, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, gotta, you just got to be, for, for that entire race week, you have to just be so focused and compartmentalized and just, there's so much to it. There's just, there's a big formula there. And I just, you know, gone there and kind of done my thing. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know if I want to go back and race. But um, I, I was over in Italy for some business. And, uh, you know, Ducati, Claudio Domenicali was there. And, he, you know, he grabbed me in typical Italian. He, you know, he's so emotional. He's like, you know, this race means so much to me and this and that and the company and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we'd love for you to go race again, but we want you to do it. And, um, you know, he's kind of the big boss. So <laughs> when the big boss asks you and tells you from the bottom of his heart that he, he wants you to do something, uh, you know, you take into consideration. And um, I talked to a few friends of mine and they're like, oh, what do you want to do? And I was like, yeah, I got it. I love that place. But, you know, I had to search a little bit. And um, once I decided I wanted to do it, we got the new 2017 Ducati Multistrada which is a little bit different, the 1260 motor as opposed to the 1200 motor we raced before. And um, we started start whittling away at it. And um, really, at the end of the day, there's not a ton of stuff you can do to that bike. And the bike's so kick-ass right out of the box. You know, you take off all the stuff you don't need, the typical stuff, the lights and the, the license plate holder and pillion peg, stuff like that. But really, at the end of the day, we stiffened up the suspension, we bruised up the bike a little bit and ran it are you going back final question <laughs> um it's always the question after the after you, you get done yeah yeah always the question in, in almost every year i'm like ah that's it i'm done but i'm sure in a, in a couple months i'll start to get the itch again oh yeah carlin dunn it's been a pleasure having you on we appreciate it good job absolutely anytime guys thank you all right, we're going to take a break. Pit Pass is brought to you in part by Racetech, the science of suspension. For nearly 30 years, Racetech has been producing the highest quality suspension components and tools, including gold valves for most types of motorcycles and ATVs. You can visit their website at racetech.com. We're going to be right back with Shannon Texer. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.